The first and most important rule of warfare, including spiritual warfare, is know your enemy. Know your enemy. However, if we're going to know our enemies, we must also know our allies. The Apostle Paul wrote in Ephesians chapter 6, Verse 12, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Paul the Apostle here explains that we are involved in a spiritual battle against spiritual enemies. In a spiritual battle, just as in a natural battle, there are two sides at war with one another. As Paul reveals, we are involved in this spiritual battle, but just as we have enemies coming against us, we also have allies that fight with and for us, and these allies are far more powerful than any enemies that would pit themselves against us, and they are the angels of God. Can I get an amen? amen. They are the angels of God. Now, don't forget... This is something very important you and I as believers have to know and understand where spiritual warfare is concerned. And this will actually prevent you from getting into works of the flesh and human effort. Jesus has already fought and won not just the battle but the war on Calvary 2,000 years ago. So he's fought the battle, he's won the war, he's paid the price. Now, that doesn't mean we're never going to have to face any battles of our own. We, we face battles every day, and more so being Christians. But the difference is we're no longer fighting alone. We're no longer fighting in the flesh. When I say that, I mean through human effort. God has already put his spirit in you and I, who gives us the power to overcome, and it's God who fights for us. He's the one who fights through us. He's already fought and won not just the battle but the war, has won the victory, and has provided it for you and I. And not just you and I, but all Christians, and not just all Christians, but all people. Now all we have to do, is accept it, believe it, and receive it. That's all. That's all. In 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 15 to verse 17, it says, And when the servant of the man of God arose early and went out, there was an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And his servant said to him, Alas, my master, what shall we do? So he answered, do not fear. There it is again. Do not fear. I'm sure if any one of you woke up one morning to find an army surrounding your home, you would be a bit scared. You'd be a little bit afraid, even from the onset until you realize, no, wait a minute, I don't have to be afraid because the Lord is with me. Are you with me? Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full. It was full 
of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. Now there, when Elisha said to Gehazi, his servant, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them, he was referring to the heavenly host. He was referring to the angels of God. He was saying to his servant, listen, there's no need to be afraid because those who are with us, the heavenly host or angels of God, are so much more in number and far more powerful than this army or any human army or any demonic army. Oh. And then where it says, Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire around Elisha. That's referring to the heavenly hosts or the angels of God. The Syrian army was surrounding Elisha and his servant, and the heavenly army of angels was surrounding the human army of the Syrians. And they were far more in number and far more powerful than them. Isn't it powerful? Some of you are feeling exactly like this right now. You feel like you're surrounded by all the armies of hell. You feel like Moses and the Israelites at the Red Sea. You've got a Red Sea in front of you. You've got Pharaoh's armies or an army of demons behind you. Nothing seems to be going right. As a matter of fact, it seems like things are getting worse and worse and worse. You can't go forward. You can't turn back. You can't go to the right. You can't go to the left. So what do you do? You look up. I said, so what do you do, people? You look up. You look up. That's all you have to do. Look up. Trust in God. That's how you're feeling. And the Lord is saying to you tonight, do not be afraid. For those who are with you are more than those who are with them. Those who are with you are more than those who are against you. And they're more powerful than those who are against you. Isn't it wonderful, people? Now, Gehazi was so disturbed and distressed by what was going on around him, he couldn't see through the natural circumstances. He couldn't see it. And that's what's happening and does happen to a lot of us. When we're smack bang in the middle of a test trial, difficulty, hardship, or demonic attack, it feels like the enemy has ambushed us. All of a sudden, we seem to forget everything. That's what it means when it says dismayed. You just seem to forget everything. You seem to forget everything the Lord has done for you in the past. You seem to forget all the promises of God. You seem to forget all the victories you've seen, and God understands that. He doesn't judge or condemn or cast you away for that. But it's difficult to see through. So, how do you see through? By prayer. By prayer. Gehazi 
couldn't see through the circumstances. Then it says Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. There Elisha prayed that the Lord would open the spiritual eyes of his servant. You know what he was actually praying for there? An impartation of the gift of the discernment of spirits. But what we know today as the gift of the discernment of spirits. They didn't know it as that in those days, but we know it as that today. It's one of the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit revealed in 1 Corinthians 12. And it has three functions, and one of its functions is the ability given by the Holy Spirit to a believer to see in the Spirit, to see beyond the natural world, to see beyond the natural circumstances into the Spirit. That's what happened here. If you can't see through your circumstances, pray that the Lord will open your eyes to see. If you know someone having difficulty seeing through their circumstances, ask the Lord to open their eyes to see. And he'll do it. And it's through prayer that it comes about. Through prayer. Don't be afraid. Don't be dismayed. Don't be looking around, thinking of how you're going to resolve this problem. What should I do? How should I do it? Like Joyce Meyer says, the enemy comes and speaks to the person's ear. What are you going to do? 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 <laughs> Just look to Jesus. Just look to Jesus. I said, just look to Jesus. The horses and chariots of fire Elisha saw, and then his servant saw, were the warring angels. Now notice I said warring angels. Later on in this message, not sure if we'll have time to see it tonight. Uh, hopefully we will, but later on in this message, we're going to see that there are five types of angels in the kingdom of God. And one is the warring angels. Revelation chapter 12, verse 7 to verse 9, and war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought back. But they did not prevail, nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. What does that say? That says the angels of God are more numerable and far more powerful than Satan and all the devils of hell. Can I get a better amen? Daniel chapter 10, verse 12 to verse 14. Then he said to me, do not fear. There are those three words again. Do not fear. This is speaking to someone. Do not fear. Do not fear. Do not fear, Daniel. Put your name in there. Put your name in there. That's exactly right. Put your name in there. Do not fear. Do not fear, Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart to understand and to humble yourself before your God. Your words were heard and I've come because of your words. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days. And behold, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me. For I had been left alone there with the kings of Persia. Now I have come 
And this is where some of you are right now. Now is the time. Now your breakthrough comes. Now I have come to make you understand what will happen to your people in the latter days, for the vision refers to many days yet to come. Here God gives the prophet Daniel a vision of the end times, which I believe is the time we're living in now. And Daniel has no idea what it means. So he decides to humble himself and to seek the Lord for the meaning of the vision. Now, as soon as Daniel does this, God hears and answers his prayer and dispatches an angel to give Daniel his answer. It says in verse 12, Then he said to me, Do not fear, Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart to understand and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard, and I have come because of your words. Don't ever underestimate the power of prayer. Some of you hearing me tonight might be feeling like, what's the use of praying? It doesn't seem like God is hearing or answering me. It seems like nothing much is happening. Or it doesn't seem like anything is changing. As a matter of fact, it seems like the matter is getting worse and worse and worse. But I'm going to give you a very powerful revelation tonight as to why that may be happening. It's not because God hasn't heard and answered you. It's not because God doesn't care for you. It's not because God wants to make you suffer so you can learn something. Let me give you one of the reasons why this may be happening. It's right here. Again, then he said to me, Do not fear, Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart to understand and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard, and I have come because of your words. So don't forget, the moment you prayed according to God's will, and his word and his promise, he heard and answered you and dispatched an angel to bring you that answer. It says in verse 13, But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days, and behold, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, for I had been left alone there with the kings of Persia. So notice, it took 21 days, which is exactly three weeks of seven days, from the time Daniel prayed, God heard and answered his prayer and dispatched this angel to the moment the angel's now standing in front of Daniel, giving him the answer. Took 21 days in this case. Why? Because there was a wicked angel opposing him. Did anyone get that? Because there was a wicked angel opposing this holy angel. There was a wicked angel trying to stop this holy angel from getting the answer to Daniel. God had already heard, answered, and dispatched this angel from the first day. I said from the first day, Daniel sought God. Why did it take 21 days if that was the case? Why does it seem like it's taking longer than it should for you? One of the reasons is because there are demonic spirits, wicked angels and unclean forces coming against you and trying to stop the miracle from coming to pass, trying to stop the breakthrough from manifesting, trying to stop those angels from bringing that miracle 
the breakthrough or the answer to your prayer to you. Now here where it says, but the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days. This holy angel was not talking about a human prince. No way. How can a human being withstand an angel? Right, number one, how can a human being, a mere human being, withstand an angel? No, impossible. So it could not have been a human prince. Secondly, this is referring to a wicked angel. Why? Because in the word of God, the holy angels are called principalities or princes. Now, wicked angels were once holy angels that fell from grace with Lucifer at the rebellion. So they are also called principalities or princes. The word prince is short for principality. This was a wicked angel that had authority, power, and influence over this region at this time. Did you know there are wicked angels that have authority, power, and influence over certain people, suburbs, cities, and even whole nations? You know, there's a very filthy, evil, wicked angel over Sydney. And you can feel it. You can feel it. And people have said to me, well, I went to this country and it felt so wonderful there. As soon as I stepped foot back in Sydney, I felt like a rock had been placed on my shoulders. Well, do you know why? One of the reasons is because there is a wicked angel over Sydney. What do you think is responsible for all the garbage that's going on in Sydney? Well, it's one of them. What do you think is responsible for the the sudden gay and lesbian movement in this city and the fight for the right for gay marriage and all this Illuminati nonsense that we saw on New Year's Eve? This wicked angel. That's why some of you are struggling so much. That's one of the reasons why this church is struggling so much. Don't look at churches and say, oh, but what about them? They've got so many people. No, they're struggling too in some ways. And we all need to pull together and break through this thing. We're not going to break through if this church is doing their own thing over here, that church is doing their own thing over there. We have to pull together and break through this. And the only way it's going to happen is if we're united and we do it together. Not one church saying, no, we're going to do and get all the credit. No, if we unite and do this together, we've got to smash this thing. We've got to utterly destroy it. Yeah, that's what was happening here. Then notice Michael, the archangel, Michael, the archangel, came to help this holy angel defeat this wicked angel who was coming against him. This reveals the angels work together. So do demons. They work together. Angels and demons understand unity better than some Christians. People, come on. Look at this. Michael the archangel came to help this 
of the holy angel overcome this wicked angel. And then it says actually, Behold, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, for I had been left alone there with the kings of Persia. Then in verse 14, the angel says, Now I have come to make you understand what will happen to your people in the latter days, for the vision refers to many days yet to come. This is what some of you are going through, and some of you are at the point where God is saying, Now, or the angel is saying, Now I have come. Now the breakthrough has come. Now the miracle has come. Now the answer to your prayer has come. But some of you are still battling. Now, don't give up. If you're still battling, don't give up. No one understand that you not only have God in and with you, if that wasn't enough, but you also have all the holy angels backing you up other anointed men and women backing you up. The enemy's a fool to think that he can defeat you, but he will be able to defeat you if you let him. That's the thing about this whole thing. you got all the kingdom of heaven at your disposal, but the enemy may still be able to defeat you if you let him. See, Satan and demons have no authority, power or influence over anyone except the authority, power and influence we give them. Do not give the devil a foothold as Paul wrote in Ephesians 4. Do not give the devil a foothold. What is a foothold? The foothold is the size of a foot. About that much. That's all. Paul's writing there, don't even give the devil that much. Because he'll barge right in and tear everything apart. That's all he needs, a foothold. All he needs is an opportunity (laughs) the size of a foot. Now, we're all different foot sizes, but, I mean, it still works out. This is what some of you are going through, and you need to do what Daniel did. You just need to keep going. You need to continue trusting in, relying on, resting in God, and do not give up. 